Matthew chapter 15, verse 29 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise God. Matthew chapter 15, verse 29 onwards. Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up on the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. I'm going to read this one more time. What did Jesus do? Jesus moved from one place to the other. He departed, which means he left from where he was. And he came and sat on this mountain. And a lot of these people came. What type do you see? What are the types of people? You see the lame, people who can't walk. You see the blind, the people who can't see. You see people who are mute, who can't speak, and people who are maimed, crippled, and many others. And they laid them down at the feet of Jesus. So now, somebody is bringing someone to the feet of Jesus. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Do you see the blind? Do you see the cripple? Do you see the deaf? Do you see the lame? What are you doing about the problems that you see all around you? When you look all around you, you see problems. Problem here, problem there, problem here, problem there, problem here, problem there. Now, with all the problems that you're seeing, what are you doing about the problems you're seeing? You can have problems at home. You can have problems at workplace. You can have problems in your body. You can have problems in relationships. You can have problems with all kinds of things. With your school, you can have problems with your home or your mortgage or your whatever it may be. Problems everywhere. Are you someone who's doing something about the problems that you're seeing? God is asking you this question. Are you keeping the blind blind at home? Are you keeping the lame lame at home? Are you keeping the mute mute at home? You can do one thing. You can bring them to the feet of Jesus. We as human beings, we don't have the capacity to 
open the eyes of the blind. Only God. We as human beings don't have the capacity to open the ears of the deaf. Only God. We as human beings don't have the capacity to cause the lame to walk. Only God. How did Peter and John cause the lame man to walk? How did Elisha heal Naaman of his leprosy? How did Moses part the Red Sea? How? Good question. It is because of God's power working in them. Moses cannot do anything by just being Moses. Which means the Moses before God touched him. That Moses can't stand in front of the Red Sea and say, well, I'm going to lift my rod up and this Red Sea is going to part. No. But the Moses who stands before the Red Sea is a different Moses. A Moses who is anointed by God. Given the power, God has touched that rod. God had touched him and God had sent him. Now Moses can't say, well, I have the anointing. So anytime I need to do something, I'll use this rod and just do a magic. No, 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 no. Moses was a man of God. See, true anointed servants of God will not operate in the flesh. They will not do whatever they want to do, but they will wait for God. Even though they have the anointing, that anointing has to be used the way that God wants it to be used because it is from God. It is his and he's given it into our hands. Every time we need to use it, we need to find out from him. How do you want me to use it, Lord? Do you want me to use it now or not? And so you look at Moses, Moses was a man who was called by God, anointed by God, appointed by God. He has what he needs to use. But every time he'll wait for God to say what he should do. That's where his success is. Moses was not a self-confident man, but he was a man who had his confidence in God. Very important. A person who relies on God and not upon themselves will do great and mighty things through God. Our capacity is very limited. No matter how much you talk and say, hey, I can do this. I can go and win this world and I can go and do this and all that. You get a stomach bug, you're doomed after that. You sit at home. You can't even move from one place to the other. All of a sudden you get a stroke, that's it. Our bodies are very fragile. Human body is very fragile. We have to always remember that. Today we can talk, big talk. Tomorrow we may not be able to talk at all. So that understanding of who we are has to be there. That it is by your grace and by your grace alone that I'm able to even talk, that I'm able to even drive, that I'm able to even get home safe little bit of disruption with your neurons can cause you cause you to get into a car accident all of a sudden if your brain just switches and say left is right right is left you're doomed all of a sudden if you're not able to see the line that's on the road that's it think about that while you're driving all of a sudden you are not able to use your foot what are you going to do? 
That's it. God holds our bodies, the members of our bodies, by his grace, by his power. We must always understand that. And always understand how fragile we are. And take no pride in who we are. It's very important. Those who understand that and depend on God, not upon themselves, because it will be foolishness. How can I depend on myself if I have no control over my body for the next 10 minutes myself? All of a sudden, your leg is twitching. What are you going to do? Do you have control over it? No. All of a sudden, you have a high fever. Do you have control over it? No. All of a sudden, your back snaps. Do you have control over it? No. It is important for us to understand how fragile we are. All of a sudden, memory loss comes to a person. What are they going to do? How can we take pride in anything other than our trust in God, who alone is able to keep us together? May God help us to understand that first and foremost. When we understand the frailty of mankind, when we understand that our dependency should be upon God, understand this. It's at that moment you are becoming wise. Not you have become wise. You are becoming wise when you understand that I cannot do anything apart from God because I don't have control of myself. But through him, I can get all things accomplished. You are beginning to become wise. When you know how to step on pride and don't give an inch to pride. And your dependency is on God and it's on him alone. A hundred percent of the time, at that point, you have become wise. God help you to understand this. So the people here. They're bringing a whole bunch of people. One person is bringing their dad. One person is bringing their mom. One person is bringing their sister. One person is bringing the brother. A family is bringing their daughter. People are bringing people. And who are being brought to the feet of Jesus Christ? Those who are lame. Those who are blind. Those who are mute. Those who are maimed. And many others. That means many other diseases that are there. You can't really fit into this verse. They brought all those people to Jesus and they lay them at the feet of Jesus. What they do, they laid them at the feet of Jesus. And what did Jesus do? He healed them. That means the lame did not go back home as lame. The mute didn't go back home as mute. Whatever their problem was, they didn't go back home with the same problem. Jesus did something about the problem. And as a result of that, what happened? The multitude marveled. All the people who were there, from those who were sick to those who got healed to those who brought the sick, all of them were shocked at what was happening. And and what did they do as a result of that? They glorified the God of Israel. At that point, they had this awareness. Oh, 
There is this God. There is this maker of heaven and earth. There is this God who sees, who cares, and who has the power to do something about this helpless situation and these helpless people. And when they saw the impossible becoming possible, they glorified God. At that point, God is here. God is here. He is the truth. God is here. God is here. He truly cares. God is here. And they are really glorifying God. How can you glorify God? Unless you know that he is alive and he is there and he cares. And you're talking to someone who's there. They're giving glory to the one whom they knew was there. God is asking me this question. What are you doing about your problem? What are you doing about the problems that you face and see all around you? There were these people who brought these people to the feet of Jesus. God is saying this to you today. It's a prophecy that God is giving to us at this hour. You put your faith in Jesus. You you bring the people to the feet of Jesus. And you know what he will do? He will do that, which you can't do. You put your faith in Jesus and you bring the people to the feet of Jesus. What you cannot do, he will do. You want God to be glorified? Simply do that. Bring the people to the feet of Jesus. Bring the people to the feet of Jesus. And when God does wonders, multitudes will glorify Jesus Christ. You want to be a vehicle for someone else's blessings? Do you want to be a vehicle for someone else's answers? You want to be a vehicle so that God can be glorified? You want to be a vehicle of joy to those who have misery and sorrow? You want to be a vehicle where you can actually see multitudes come together and give glory to God because of what you can do, what he can do, but also because of what you did. The multitudes came there because there were people who brought them to Jesus. Jesus was able to heal all the people because all the sick were brought to Jesus. You see the partnership there? Healings the family members couldn't do. But Jesus was there to do that. Bring the people to Jesus Christ, the family members were able to do. When you do that which you can do, when you do that which you can do, that which you cannot do, God will do for you and in you and through you. We're going to close our eyes and look to the Lord at this hour. As we're in the presence of God, give yourself over to Jesus and say, Lord, I'm hearing this again and again and again and again and again. Simple thing. Simple thing. There was this man who was paralyzed and he had no way of getting around and his friends said, Let's just take him. They told the guy, hey, we have this Jesus who is in town and he's healing all the sick people. And so we're going to take you. We can't even carry and take you because he was so sick. They said, we'll just take you with your cot. They picked him up with his cot. And they came to that place where Jesus was and there was no room to even go in. They didn't say, well, there's always another day. 
And so we shall go home because it's not inconvenient. It's so hot, you see, and we can't stay there. And it's so congested. And and by the way, we're just being nice. Others are there. They need to get healed. Will come some other day. There are people like that who give thousands of excuses. And they miss out that which God has for them. But these people were not like that. They said, hmm, this is packed over here. We got to get this guy healed. So we will come up with a plan. And they said, let's open the roof and let's bring him down there. Jesus saw the faith of those people and he healed the man. Only if you have faith, you will persevere. Only if you have faith, can you endure. Only if you have faith, can you receive that which God has for you. God is speaking at this hour. As you close your eyes and look to the Lord this time, tell the Lord, Lord, let me carry people to Jesus, to the feet of Jesus, by bringing them to the presence of God. Lord, make me the vessel that can bring all those who have problems to your presence, Lord. For you're the God of wonders. You're the God of wonders. You're the God of wonders. Tell the Lord, Lord, I give myself over to you today to bring the maim, to bring the lame, to bring the blind, to bring the mute. doesn't have to be the exact same type of people, but whatever you see, and whoever you see with the need, and whatever need it may be, but I'm going to tell them all, Jesus can, Jesus can, Jesus can, Jesus can. And we're going to bring them to the presence of God. And I'll lay them at the feet of Jesus. That's it. At that point, your job is done. And you bring them to the house of God, the presence of God, and you lay them at the feet of Jesus. At that point, your job is done. After that, it's Christ and those who are at his feet. Jesus will do something for them. Give yourself to the Lord at this time and say, Lord, I'm not going to be unbelieving, but I'm going to be believing. I'm not going to be unbelieving. I'm going to be believing. I'm not going to be unbelieving, but I'm going to be believing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the big things that you're going to do in the days to come. Thank you, Lord. You have brought us into a very exciting period. God period. The period of God. You're going to do big things. And we're looking forward to seeing those big things happen in our lives. And I thank you for the big things that you have begun already, Lord. You're so big. You're so good. Lord, your heart is so big. You're so kind. I thank you, Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you do a mighty work in the lives of your people. I pray, Lord, that every shackle be broken in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that every blindness of the heart be removed in Jesus' name. Lord, may your people feel the love of the Lord like never before in Jesus' name. May they know how much you care. 
Lord, when they feel at a deeper level in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the love of the Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to your people. I pray that you'll bless them. As your word says, it pleases the Lord to bless Israel. It pleases you to bless your people. You are pleased to bless your own people. So I pray that you'll bless each and every single one who is here. Let's come into your presence, Lord. Seeking your face. Bless each and every single one of them. And I pray that you'll make them all a blessing to your kingdom. That they may bring people to the feet of Jesus. And see what God can do for them. With this blessing, I bless your people with. As your servant standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God. According to the power and authority given to me by the almighty God. I bless your people. With the blessings that you alone can bless them with. And I ask you, Holy Spirit. May each be worthy of those blessings. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus most precious name, I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.